Just a minute. I'm coming. FBI, open up! Just a minute. Hello, everybody. This is Legal Man. Welcome to the show. This is going to be an interesting show, I think. First half, I'm going to kind of discuss the actual structure of the system that people don't seem to understand because I hear all about how we're going to have another American revolution. It's just a complete and total fantasy. The constitutional conservatives making tens of millions of dollars in media and academia spew to keep people on the tax-paying plantation. And the second half, I'm going to play some of the Yaccarino from X or Twitter her interview where she talks about freedom of reach and not freedom of speech and lawful but awful kind of crap and just show people what a scam it all is and how we are screwed at this point. And for people who don't know me, I'm a lawyer, practiced for more than 30 years, and I'm America's most trusted and beloved lawyer because I tell people the truth. And honestly, I've given you my fake awards and credentials so many times, I don't even care to anymore because I'm getting such a bad mood and I don't know how much longer I'm even going to make the show. But... Let's go ahead and get this one going. So I want to make a show about how screwed we are when it comes to the people who are supposedly on our side and the fact that we simply don't have people who are really on our side, that being people who truly want freedom. And I hear all the time about how it only takes 3% of the population. That's all it took for the American Revolution. I hear this crap all the time. Dude, we don't have the 3% we need. They had the 3% of the super rich people. (laughs) George Washington was probably the richest man in the colonies. It's true, some of the rich people continued to uh, be loyal and were redcoats. But the vast majority of the rich people were on our side because the way you got rich back then was by having land and getting more land. And this country is founded as a land scam. And the people who have fallen into any other belief have simply been fooled, just like they're fooled about Ukraine and trust of science and the idea that we're a freedom machine and we fought in World War II to defend the world and all this other miscellaneous crap that people believe. The reality is we don't have the rich people. We don't have any of the rich people. The rich people are all against us now because it's no longer a land scam. It's a central banking scam, and it has been for a very, very long time. Ever since... The end of the Civil War with the legal tender laws, the bankers have been in charge 100%. That's what that war was about. And the simple fact is that once the bankers are in charge and they get these legal tender laws jammed through like they did in the 1860s and 70s, and you have this corrupt court system and government system and you have this brainwashing and you have it be an open and obvious fact that nobody's allowed to vote to leave because if you do, they'll come down and kill you like they did in the Civil War, then there is no longer any possible freedom in this country. And it's just a slow grind down. The fact that there is still some kind of freedom you exercise is not evidence that there's freedom. All it is is evidence that they haven't bothered to shut that down. But these latest indictments from Georgia against Trump and his legal team are such open and obvious corruption that if they're allowed to survive and that prosecutor is not disbarred and thrown into prison for daring to bring such insanity out in open, it's over, people. Next step is going to be electronic prison from the CBDCs for all objectors. See, you can't win any longer 
under the system in any way. And we don't have any of the people. <laughs> we don't have any of the rich people. We don't have rich people running billboards and public service announcements about jury nullification and decentralizing and getting rid of this insane government and discussing any of the things I discussed when it comes to the absolute worthlessness of your vote, the absurdity of representation, the asinine nature of a government that can make up arbitrary rules. The people who are rich, they're rich now as a result of this central banking scam. And so their loyalty lies there and everything else is a cover. And the latest Elon Musk buying Twitter, convincing people that somehow that was going to be a freedom machine. <laughs> it's just another example of the laughable absurdity of such a belief. The businesses that Musk has started, first of all, PayPal, he's a front man for that. He's not the man driving that. Nobody gets those banking licenses at 23 or something with no possible experience. That's an insider's game. It simply makes my point that he's an insider because it's all part of the banking game. Then you have SpaceX all pushing this fake space narrative. They're going to go to Mars. It's complete bullshit. Tesla, 100% government-subsidized, load-of-shit company. Twitter, now he's bought Twitter. Whatever that even means. He certainly didn't spend his own money. There's a consortium. He certainly didn't just simply give them $40 billion. That's all just made up, people. It's all part of the made-up scam. But the point being that Musk now owns Twitter. He's supposedly our big free speech advocate. Does he actually promote free speech? No, he doesn't promote free speech. In fact, I'm going to play a portion of the interview of Linda Yaccarino, the lady he hired to run Twitter. And nobody who wants free speech would ever hire a woman like this to implement the kind of policies they've implemented. And the point being that is Elon Musk not the most prominent person that we supposedly have on our side? Isn't he? Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Is he on our side? No, he's not. We don't have any of the rich people on our side because none of the rich people are about to risk upsetting the apple cart where their actual money comes from. In the past, with our original so-called revolution, the rich people were aligned with freedom because freedom meant more land. And after the crown forbid any further expansion west in like the 1760s, they passed some kind of proclamation that said you couldn't go further west than the Appalachian Mountains. Well, that was it. The rich people all started agitating for so-called revolution. And you get these fairy tales about the Tea Party and the people being upset over 3% tax and all this complete fantasy. It's just all fantasy, people. As much fantasy as trust of science, as much fantasy as weapons of mass destruction, as much fantasy as the Gulf of Tonkin, as much fantasy as that World War II started with this sneak attack. It's all fantasy, people. It's all fantasy. And because it's 250 years ago, the people are easily snowed. And the so-called constitutional conservatives and media who make millions and millions, tens of millions of dollars a year, pushing these laughable lies on the people, keep everybody in the dark. And they talk about the thing as though we're going to have another revolution. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. None of that's ever going to happen under the structure we have. It's never going to happen. And none of the people are on board. 
We don't have anybody pushing for it. The idea of representative government itself is a complete and total joke. I've showed you again and again. Taxation has nothing to do with representation. It has to do with consent. It's never discussed. (laughs) As soon as you have a government that can simply make things up, call them laws, and send men with guns to enforce them, it's over. You don't have any freedom. As soon as that government gives itself the authority to simply call made-up shit money and force you to use it, it's over. The people who control that system will eventually own it all. And that's the situation we're in now. The only difference is that now they're waiting to close the technological doors on everybody. And it's just accelerating at such a fantastic rate. And when I saw that Trump-Georgia indictment, and I saw that they were actually charging lawyers with these claims of a conspiracy to defraud and all this made-up shit for basically appearing at a hearing and for preparing legal memos, (laughs) giving advice about how to conduct the litigation against what was an obvious open fraud that's still never been in any way investigated by what went on in 2020 when they saw that they're going to actually do this openly to lawyers. No longer just the kind of behind-the-scenes threats with the uh, phony baloney licensing threats to the bar and all this other shit that happens in private. And the corruption that goes on in the courts that's not really publicized, that I've told you many, many different kinds of cases about. This is openly being presented to the people, and the people are cheering. And nothing's going to happen. You're going to hear all this endless chatter and blather from the fucking constitutional conservatives and media. They're going to tell you on and on about this is unconstitutional and can't stand it. we got to get organized and take it back. We're going to lose the country. There's never any discussion of the actual problems I've said again and again. That's all. There aren't. It's totally and completely absurd to say that you're going to stay within a system that has the authority to do this. Why would anyone agree to stay in such a system? Look at the way it's constructed. (laughs) If you are for government control, which is what the liberals are for, the commies who run it all, they're for government control. We're on the other side. We're for freedom. What happens if we win each kind of time? What happens? The people on the other side. They remain freer. (laughs) That's what happens to them. They remain freer. What happens when we lose? We become less free. (laughs) I, I don't understand. Can people not see the problem there? See, the people who want the commie shit, all they actually want to do is try to take your stuff from you. They don't care about so called freedom. They don't care. Because the lack of so-called freedom is simply a way that they're taking it from us. They don't lose stuff. We don't turn around and take their stuff if we win. All we do is try to prevent them from taking our stuff and limiting our freedoms. What do they risk? They don't risk anything. (laughs) They don't risk anything because they don't care about any of it. They don't have any money to take. It never gets taken. So how could this ever work? Why would anyone agree to such an insane setup? You see what I'm saying? The people who vote Democrat, all they want to do is take your stuff. That's all they want to do. They want to live off you, off the debt and the taxpayers. That's what they want to do. Okay, well, if you set a system up where if they win, they take your shit. And if you win, you get to keep your stuff and nothing happens to them. How could that ever work? Yet that's the system we're told is the greatest system in the world and that we have to stay within and fight about. It doesn't make any sense if you just look at it. 
No rational person would ever agree to such a setup. But because that setup is not explained to people and they're just told that it's unconstitutional and it's freedom fighting, if we get the right people in there, we'll be back to this fantasy world of freedom and individual liberty like the founders dreamed of, etc., etc. But just look at what I just told you. The corrupt people in government are corrupt on both sides, so they always win. But what they have is the people fighting, which is the Democrats on one side, fighting against the Republicans on the other side. Well, a large amount of the Republican positions aren't freedom-based anyway. They're massive military state-based under the guise of freedom. But the Democrat policies, they're about more state control, which really just means more taxes, which really just means more of a nanny state. They don't care about the police state. They are NPCs sitting around who don't want to work, who don't want to produce, who just want an easy job that you must allow them to have that they can never be fired from. And they want to take your shit and they want free shit given to them. That's what they want. That's the real fight. The people who want free shit from the government and the people who don't want to give the government more of their stuff so that the government can give it out. That's the actual fight we're in, so-called, supposedly, according to the constitutional conservatives. How can that fight ever be won? The people on the other side of it don't risk anything. When we win, all that happens is they don't get to take more of our stuff for a little while. That's it. They don't get to impose more freedom restrictions on us for a little while. That's it. What kind of a threat is that? What kind of a system is that? How can we ever win that? Who would ever agree to that? What part of that's freedom? (laughs) No part of it. You see? No part of it. And to continuously talk about the American Revolution as though that's the next thing that's coming is just another massive deception. It's a distraction. There's no truth to it. It can never happen again. We don't have any of the things on our side. I've done a whole show explaining how in the American Revolution, you could make your own ammo. You could just go and steal their guns and then make your own cannon. None of that can happen anymore. You don't have a munitions manufacturing plant that's available to the so-called rebels. You don't have it. You don't have access to anything. They all live among us. There's cops. There's electronic eavesdropping. (laughs) There's no possible way anything like it could ever happen. It's why I laugh at these people who run around and act like that's the next answer. It's not. If you can't get jury nullification to defend us against this insane government, then you have no chance because that doesn't even take 10% of the population. Oh, we only need 3%. No, that's with all the rich people. Do you see the Robert S. Johnson Foundation or whatever it is that promotes the NPR? Do you see them pushing freedom? No, they push woke shit. Why? Because that's where their bread is buttered. They're all buttered on the same banking scam. All their businesses are based on it. All their income. Look at a large industry. A large industry might be an industry that makes hundreds and hundreds of billions of dollars a year in revenue. That's a gigantic industry. We just gave a couple hundred billion dollars to Ukraine that we know of. Who knows what else was given to them? (laughs) You see, so the government spending so dwarfs anything in the private sector that the people who have a lot of money are aligned with government. So the idea that you're going to get people with a lot of money to align against government is a fantasy. And to continue to make 
comparisons to the American Revolution is preposterous, is totally off point, and is never going to work. See, but it just keeps happening because the people on our side, that are on the freedom side, who have been misled by constitutional conservatives, they can't think for themselves. And when you explain to them that nothing they think about the Constitution, the Revolution, or anything else is true, and it's never going to work, they think that you are a liberal or that you don't understand because they're taught day after day by these con-cons, that they are the intellectuals, that they have read Madison's notes to the Constitutional Convention, as though any of that makes any difference at all. (laughs) You see, so they're not actually open to hearing any kind of truth. And when you're not open to hearing any kind of truth, there's no possible chance that you're going to reach any kind of truth. (laughs) That's the problem. See, that is the problem, people that the fundamental structure that you live under is not what you're told. And even if it were what you were told, that this thing was about freedom and liberty and limited government, the structure in practice ever since the Civil War is nothing like that. If they would explain the Civil War, if the constitutional conservatives were against the Civil War and were exposing the fraud of the Civil War and the outrage and the illegality, and the insanity that went on, then I might have some confidence in them. But they're some of the bigger pushers of it. Why? Because they were Republicans that pushed it. Lincoln was a Republican. They want you to believe that this is somehow about freeing slaves and freeing the people, and therefore limited this and freedom that. It's all utter horseshit. None of it makes any sense. How can you be for freedom and be for the Civil War? How? Oh, we freed the slaves. He turned everybody into a slave. You won't let anybody leave. That doesn't make any sense. How can the government go down and kill hundreds of thousands of its own people who simply voted to leave? It doesn't make any sense at all. And yet the people continue to believe it. And the constitutional conservatives continue to push it. And until people understand this, there's no chance. And from what I can tell, the people don't understand it. They're never going to understand it. They don't even want to understand it. And... I'm just getting to the point where it's like there's absolutely no upside to me for telling people. None whatsoever anymore because the reality is people don't catch on. They don't support me. (laughs) They don't support me. I have virtually no support. And now I look at a thing like Twitter, which used to at least be workable. Then it got worse and worse and worse during the 2020 election-ish kind of thing. And it got worse. And then it got so bad I was considering leaving that then Musk bought it. And it's like, oh, Musk will clear it up. And I thought, well, I doubt he's going to because he's just a guy who's 100% a WEF kind of insider person who just spews nonsense and whose entire business relies 100% on the fakery, the fake space narrative, the fake green narrative, and the fake banking narrative. So the idea that guy's going to step in and do free speech, it was laughable to me. But I thought, okay, I'm going to sit around and wait, and let's see. I mean, it maybe could happen. And when he first bought it for about six weeks, it did get better. And then it's gotten worse and worse slowly. And then it's basically fallen off the cliff in the last couple of months. And in the last six or eight weeks, it's collapsed. Ever since that Yaccarino lady got in there, it's over. And nobody in any way who's interested in free speech would ever hire a woman like Linda Yaccarino to run it. She is a WEF 
100% controlled human being. And you're never going to get anything but laughable suppression at that site. And she gave an interview uh, not that long ago now where she talks about it and she explains the policies. And I want to play some of that interview. A lot of people have already heard it. But I want to play a little bit and show you how insane it is to believe that if you hire a woman like this to work for you, that you in any way care about free speech. In any way. So let's listen to a little of it, because I think it was on CNBC is where the interview came from. But that's where the conversation started. There's also a lot of hate and there's a lot of vitriol and and conspiracy theories. And those (laughs) attract a lot of eyeballs, too. And so if you're a brand and a business, why would you feel safe advertising? Did you hear all that? It's conspiracy theories and hate speech. Why would you be comfortable as a brand advertising on there? Now... That's what the question is, and her answer is kind of long-winded. She just goes on and on about how a brand should feel safe. She's talking about the idea that an advertiser wouldn't feel comfortable if somebody was expressing a conspiracy theory next to their advertisement. Okay, these are the same advertisers who push all that woke shit, who have Dylan McIlvaney on Bud Light, who push trans shit all day long, who lie to people and push these ridiculous kinds of narratives all day long. They have no problem with that. Why? Because they're all ultimately aligned. So here it is. She's concerned about that. Her job is to build this brand. And this brand is all about control. X is not going to be a social media site. It's going to be this integrated thing that interacts with CBDCs. Anybody can go investigate it and find that out. But I debated whether I'm going to play her entire answer because it runs for about a minute before I think it's really worthwhile. But I think I am going to play it all just for context so you can kind of hear this woman. Because overall, I want to play about three or four minutes of her stuff. So let's play the entire clip here. So here's her answer. But uh, let's start. You know, I I think that's an appropriate question. Appropriate. I think some of the headline comments or phrases uh, need to be continually uh, brought to light and debunked. And I'm glad you asked. But there is no debunking of any of this stuff. Brought to light. No, she just means later she means suppressed, brought to light and debunked. There is no debunking that ever goes on because these things aren't conspiracy theories. The debunking is all lies. See, it's all lies, all authority this, authority that. Everybody saw it during COVID. Every one of these narratives they push is a lie. This entire thing is just an Overton window now of complete fakery. So let's listen to the rest of her answer. I'm sorry, I shouldn't even be interrupting, but it's just so absurd. But I I want to be clear. You know, um, for almost 11 years, my previous experience was at NBC Universal. As a big WEF bullshitter. And a large part of my remit was... Uh, overseeing all the advertising revenue and partnerships for the company. Why would anyone who wants free speech hire this woman? See, it makes no sense. And our number one social partner was Twitter. Okay, big deal. And Twitter was safe, and we felt comfortable always being there. What does that mean, they felt safe? What they mean is that the Overton window at Twitter was so tight that it made sure that every kind of official narrative was always pushed and anybody who stepped out of it was crushed. And that's what I've experienced at Twitter for a long time. It's just gotten a thousand times worse under her now. And but not all it, brands. I mean, a lot of brands have left. 
Okay, hang on. Uh, I'm, I'm going. Uh, I, I hear you. Okay, um, let me answer. And by, I, I want to take that last 10 years and put it in perspective. God, my entire professional career was spent next to women like this. There's so many losers out there. I just, this is such affirmative action horseshit. These are not qualified people. Not the person asking the questions, not this woman in any form or fashion. It's such fakery. Hi, it's Legal Man. I hope you're enjoying the show. If you appreciate the unique insight and information I provide, then go over to my Patreon account for The Quash and become a member. I have bonus shows and material, early access, and it's a good place to meet like-minded people. I have people ask me all the time, what can we do, legal man? (laughs) Well, start by voting with your pocketbook. It's the only vote that really counts. Support things that tell people the truth. Getting people to understand the truth is the only solution we have to this insanity. Look, I get it. There are a lot of people who can't afford to support my show with money. But there are a lot of people who can. And if you can and you like the show, you should support it. That's what free markets look like. The people running this scam, they have unlimited funding. I don't have support of that system. In fact, I get harassed because I tell people the truth that they don't want the people to know. So we have to stick together. So go sign up. Now let's get back to the show. There's so many losers out there. I just, this is such affirmative action horseshit. These are not qualified people. Not the person asking the questions, not this woman in any form or fashion. It's such fakery. Because by all objective metrics, (laughs) this is so funny. X is a much healthier and safer platform than it was a year ago. You hear that? All, all metrics, healthier and safer. You should read their rules, healthier, safer. What a load of shit it is. (laughs) See this? This is 100% government speech control. These people are all in bed together. How many times did we hear about how, oh, Twitter's private business. Can't do anything. Facebook's a private business. And then now what do we find out? That the government was pressuring and they caved. Why? If they're private business and they can do what they want, why would they cave? Oh, they caved. Oh, okay. Because they all work together. It's a private business. (laughs) <laughs> safer and healthier. Fucking Barnum Statement horseshit. Since acquisitions, <laughs> we have built brand safety and content moderation tools that have never existed before at this company. Boom. No doubt. No doubt about it. This shit has gotten so bad now. And they act as though the answer is that they don't show it or they take it down, or they warn people. None of that's happening. That is the front-facing nonsense, okay? What's actually happening is all this behind-the-scenes shadow banning, which she talks about later, which is this freedom of speech, not freedom of reach nonsense, this double-talk government horseshit. And we've introduced a new policy to your specific point about hate speech. Hate speech. Called freedom of speech, not reach. (laughs) So if you're going to post something that's illegal or against the law, you're going Illegal or against the law to post something? That's almost no postings. First of all, there's a First Amendment. What is this shit that's illegal to post? What is it? <laughs> Notify the authorities and have the people gone and arrested. Okay, what's illegal? Give me examples of this shit they're pulling down. They talk all the time like they're keeping it clean. Where are their examples of actually doing it? I see examples all the time of what they 
did to me prior to Elon being there, I was never committing any violations. And they would constantly uh, suspend me. People send me stuff all the time. When you try to tweet something, it says, oh, most people don't tweet like this. There's nothing even in there. You hear this? So if it's illegal to post, oh, it's going to immediately be taken down, zero tolerance. The government can go out there and lie endlessly, stir up hate against white people. The fucking FBI says white people, white men who are supposedly nationalists are the biggest threat. But that's not hate speech. The government's all immune from all this shit. The government can hate on whoever they want. Other countries, other governments, other people, that's all perfectly fine. 500,000 dead Iraqi children. That's acceptable to Madeleine Albright. Nothing about that's hate speech. See, it's all double standard nonsense, people. Gone. Zero tolerance. Gone. Zero tolerance. But more importantly, (laughs) if you are going to post something (laughs) that is lawful, but it's awful, you get labeled. Got it. Lawful but awful. This is idiocracy. As though that's somehow a meaningful term. Lawful but awful. Who decides what's awful? What's healthy? This lady, Linda Yaccarino, what kind of free speech platform is that? It's moronic. Now they're indicting lawyers for attempting to try to assist a client in fighting an open and obvious election corruption case. And this is the kind of woman who's sitting on those boards. And Elon Musk is the kind of guy who pretends to be for free speech. This country is done, people. It's fucking done. It's so dangerous to operate here now. It's absurd. You get labeled. You get de-amplified, <laughs> which means it cannot be shared. I have never one time ever had that happen to a single tweet of mine. I've never been de-amplified. I've never been on the notice it can't be retweeted, ever. Not one time. And they, all the suspensions I've gotten, not one single time have they ever explained it. Ever. Because I don't violate the rules. And so they say they have these rules, but we all know they aren't the rules. The rules are used exact same way they are used against the so-called conservatives. It's one standard for them and a complete different standard for everybody else. It's one standard for the government. It's one standard for the media. It's one standard for anybody who stands up against any of the Overton window narratives. This is all bullshit. Listen to this lady. If you were a CEO who cared about free speech and you heard your CEO speaking like this, and it was nothing you wanted to promote, you would immediately fire them. But since we all know it is what he wants to promote, <laughs> you can know the whole thing is a scam. Listen to this shit. It is certainly demonetized. Oh, Back to your direct point Woo. about trans. trans. Yes, trans. you can have trans horse shit everywhere you want. You can push the Kalergi plan and the elimination of white people. That's no problem. But you step outside that and it's hate speech. Oh, it's hate speech. And safety. So they are protected. <laughs> They're protected. From the risk of being next to that content. Bud Light needs protection against being next to content that might offend people. This is how stupid all this is. How can people buy this? This is not an interview. This other woman is more concerned about conspiracy theories and hate speech. They're all on the same team, people. This is an illusion. You live in an illusion of freedom. And it's also why uh, it's really important to note okay. that once a post is labeled Ooh. and it can't be shared, oh, can't be shared, and the user sees that, thirty uh-huh. percent of the time they take it down themselves. Of course, staggeringly, they take it down. There's nothing staggering about that. The entire purpose of social media is so other people can see it and share it. If you make that impossible, there's no point in having social media. 
I might as well just say it in my living room. I've just put post-it note in my fucking refrigerator. You got free speech. It's so stupid. <laughs> this freedom of speech, not freedom of reach, is such utter horseshit. It's so ridiculous. And that reducing that hateful content from being seen. I want to see the hateful speech. I want to see the actual examples. Pull them out. They never do. Why don't they just post huge numbers of them? They should have inside Twitter the ability to simply go and look at all the supposed hateful speech and things that violated and the things that were pulled down and have them categorized. And anybody can go look through there and see if they're actually enforcing any of it. Let's go see. Let's go see the tweets. Oh, that can't be. Well, you're not next to advertisers there. That's just supposedly transparency. They're so in love with. They claim to want. There's no transparency. You can't find out anything about what they're doing to other people unless you see it on another social media or someone screenshots it and then it gets sent around and they don't get deplatformed, etc. They should have all the tweets they claim are questionable and hate speech and, and all being suppressed. Let's see them. Let's see what they are. People can decide for themselves what kind of a free speech platform this is. There's simple answers to all of this. They don't do it because they're not interested in answers. It's all bullshit, people. Just like your constitutional conservatives and media are bullshit. It's all about building an electronic prison to keep you in because all of the rich people are on the same side. International banking, that's where their bread is buttered. That's it. All the shit is. <laughs> is one of the best examples how X is committed to encouraging healthy behavior. What does that mean, encouraging healthy behavior? It is absolute Soviet Union commie doublespeak. It's 1984 right out in front of you, people. <laughs> and today I can confidently sit in front of you and say that 99.9% of all posted impressions are healthy. How do you define healthy, though? Is porn of course they're healthy because most of them are shit. They're just shit about the cats and, and funny videos and stupid asses talking about sports ball and idiots talking about the red versus blue fantasy. And now here, this chick, she wants to know, is porn, is that healthy? Okay, well, yeah, what is healthy? And they, you go look at their rules, it makes no sense. It's not being enforced like they claim. If you want to know what they're enforcing, if they truly want transparency, then they need to have a place where you can go and you can look at all the tweets that were supposedly de-boosted and then removed or warned about. And you can decide for yourself whether or not there's anything that's unhealthy about them, <laughs> unsafe about them. You can see, but they won't do that because it's all lies. Porn, conspiracy theories. Listen to this chick. Porn healthy? It's porn. Are conspiracy theories healthy? Conspiracy You know, theories. it goes back to my point about our success with freedom of speech not reach yes and if it's if it is lawful but it's awful it's extraordinarily difficult for you to see it no doubt about that and she doesn't answer the question well, what does it mean unhealthy unhealthy are these other things unhealthy oh let me tell you what it goes back to it goes back to the fact if it's lawful but awful well what does awful mean you're just making a circular fucking answer see this is not a real interview as i've said no different than the congressional investigations aren't real interviews they aren't real interrogation you get like six or eight minutes nobody can do cross-examination in six or eight minutes the shit just gets time delayed out and then you're screwed 
And this is the same kind of fantasy. This is presented as some kind of thing. It is, if you're hearing what this woman's saying and you're not scared that this is supposedly the free speech platform and this is the insanity they have no problem putting out to the public, openly stating lawful but awful, freedom of speech but not freedom of reach. What's the point if nobody can see or hear it? It's silly. Freedom of speech means you put it out there and you see if people like it or want to hear it or watch it or replay it. There's a block button. There's a block button on there. There's a mute button on there. This is all such nonsense. How many millions of people follow Kanye West? Kanye West. This was a big deal here. No one has ever debunked anything Kanye said. He simply said problems. He stated problems. Oh, he's so horrible. It's completely off limits. He went to an area you cannot talk about. And so, again, there's no discussing of any of the points he raises about what was happening to him. No, no, no. It's just about hate speech. Okay, so they just call it hate speech, and that's it. This is what full control looks like. This is exactly what the government wants. To say this is a private business is asinine. All these businesses that advertise on here, they're 100% dependent on the central banking fakery, just like his own businesses are. That's where the problem is, people. Awful, but awful. awful and he's allowed back on. Oh, he's loud but on. She doesn't want him. You know, Kanye, who hasn't (laughs) rejoined the platform yet, but is planning to do so, um, will operate within the very specific policies that we have established, that we're clear on, that everyone who's watching this or listening on spaces can access themselves. I have gone and looked at them. There's nothing clear about them. It's clear they don't enforce them like that. Like I said, you want to make it clear? You want to see transparency? You need to put under there each one of those so-called violation rules areas, all the different tweets that they've supposedly de-boosted or limited or removed people for. And then we could see. And you could see whether or not any of this stuff is actually being enforced in a fair fashion. And you could see whether or not these policies are anything like she's saying. But they'll never do that. They'll never do that because it's all a fraud, just like the corruption, just like the Constitution. It's all fraud. You live in a gaslit world. This woman is gaslighting you. The reporter is gaslighting you. And we have an extraordinary team of people (laughs) who are overseeing, hands-on keyboards, monitoring all day, every day. Well, let's see what they actually are doing. I don't understand. Quit telling me how fantastic they are. Let me look at them, see, make my own decision to make sure that that 99.99% of impressions um, remain at that number. But we also have to remember what's at the core this is so funny. of free expression. This is hilarious. You might not agree with what everyone is saying. We want to make it a healthy debate healthy. and discourse. Okay. But free expression at its core will really, really only survive when someone you don't agree with says something you don't agree with. They use all of these ridiculous phrases that sound so good. You can't possibly have a debate with somebody if you don't see anything they say. (laughs) If it's de-boosted and removed and not something that you can share. It's complete and total impossibility. This is a contradiction. It makes no sense at all. These are what you call lies, people. 
See? These people are not on your side. It makes no sense. Freedom of speech without freedom of reach. That's the same thing. And you can't have at the cores, you have to be able to disagree with people. Yeah, disagree in whatever way they deem is okay and appropriate and so-called healthy and not awful. It's just absurd. It's just absurd. If any of this was true, if any of it made any sense, then you wouldn't see what you see on Twitter and my account wouldn't be basically completely and totally destroyed. That's all. And I'm not bitching about my account being destroyed. I'll just open another account and do nothing but trolling. But please stop telling me this is a freedom of speech issue. It's not. These people are government censors. <laughs> and if you don't believe it, then why did they cave to the government? Why? Why would they cave? It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense, people. <laughs> That's all. I've explained to you how simple it would be to get confirmation and proof that Twitter is doing any of the things they're saying by simply going into the rules section and linking at that point the so-called tweets that were in violation instead of just giving me fake examples like they do that make no sense. <laughs> That's all they'd have to do. But the, see, if they did that, then the proof would be there for everyone that decided they had this fantastic team and it's working, and it's healthy. It would all be exposed as total fraud. Just like the same reason you can't have real investigations in the Biden family. You can't have real investigations into anything the government does. You can't ask real questions about how representation matters when it comes to taxation when the only issue is consent. You can't have any discussion about the fact that the vote sucks. You can't have any discussion about the idea that the government can just make laws up out of thin air and enforce them arbitrarily. There can't be any freedom in a situation like that. It can't be. And the fact that there is freedom is the same thing I've told you again and again. The reason they don't come and shut everything down is because then it would be too obvious. They wouldn't be able to run that scam. That's what totalitarian regimes do and they don't last. The system they use here is to trick people, to con people, and to believe in their free and then defending the very system that's taking their freedom. That's the system that's used here. <laughs> it's so obvious. Oh, my God. That's all I'm going to play of her. There's a longer interview. Anybody can go into Twitter and look in Yakarino. It'll come up as unveiled. And then you can go to the places and listen to the spaces where it's listed. And you can see. Because it's just confusing and people can't figure it out. For the same reason they can't figure out the, the scam of constitutional conservatism. They don't mind putting it in front of people because the people are too dumb to figure it out. They're too brainwashed to figure it out. There's too many different so-called commentators who are there to confuse people, making millions and millions and millions of dollars to confuse people. That's the reality. <sighs> Whatever. It's very, very frustrating to me, and I'm just getting really tired of it. And like I said, they've destroyed the uh, interaction on Twitter. That's the reason I was there. And now, with this Georgia indictment, it's just become so clear, transparently clear to anybody who wants to look, that the next step is uh, CBDC electronic prison for any objectors and complainers. So the idea that I'm going to stay there, continue making this for very long, is just preposterous. It's just ludicrous. Because I'd have absolutely no support, and the people don't get together, and they don't do anything, for the same reasons I've told you in that other podcast. And there's so many people who continue to pretend and believe, even despite the obvious open corruption and absurdity and gaslighting that goes on. So, whatever. 
It's just going to put me in a bad mood. The thing will turn into uh, after hours. I mean, the risk I'm running at this point is that literally every show I make is going to turn into an after hours because it's so insane at this point. It's so crazy. It's so outrageous that people continue to accept it, that they continue to tell me about the stupid Constitution. And they imagine that getting the right person that Trump is somehow going to fix it when the guy did literally nothing when he was in there, not one damn thing. And now he's getting chased. <laughs> I think it's, personally, I think it's kind of funny, though. I think it's uh, the fact that they feel free to chase him with such bullshit. It should scare people. But it doesn't. It makes them want to redouble their efforts to so-called get informed and vote, organize, write checks, and all this other stupid shit they're told to do under the Constitution to save the republic. When it makes no sense, the very first half of this podcast shows you it makes no sense to try to save it. What you're trying to save makes no sense. You're guaranteeing you're going to be screwed. <laughs> uh, all right. I don't want to make this into an after hours, and I've already run on long enough on this show. It ran longer than I wanted it to, but whatever. It is what it is. And, you know, I'm still there on Twitter. If people want to follow me. Legal Man at U.S. Crime Review. Honestly, I'm going to probably stop even putting that out there as far as something to do because it's just obvious to me that it's not sustainable. And really, I want to thank the people in Patreon who supported my show for these several years. I really do. I appreciate you guys. You have a lot of integrity. You really do. And I hope people go support the Jones Plantation movie. It's out. You can go to jonesplantationfilm.com and you can buy the movie. Let's see if people do. We've got the Dallas screening coming up on the 26th of August. There's seats available hope people support the show and that thing sells out. If we can't even sell out a theater in Dallas, wow. Um, when you talk about confirmation, people just don't give a shit. I don't know what else that can be. So anyway, anyone who supports the project, thank you. And I hope people enjoy that movie. People seem to. And beyond that, I'm just going to stop before I start saying stuff that's just going to piss more people off. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. You guys have been a great audience as usual. Everybody, have a nice night or day, wherever you are. Take care. Thank you, everybody. Let's put your hands together one more time for Legal Man.